I went to a marvelous party. Most people don't even know the fact the underlying ideas don't have enough depth to last for an entire season. Christopher, this is only going to work if we speak one at a time. Fine, you first, Eric. Sunset Strip in beautiful West Hollywood, California. It's the Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn, the Internet's first live comedy variety show. Featuring special correspondence from the worlds of entertainment, politics, and lousy relationships. Everyone gets served. Tonight's live cast is streaming to you through the dinnerpartyshow.com with your hosts, New York Times best-selling novelists Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. Hi, everyone. I'm amazing, and welcome to the J Show. So your name is Amazing now? No, my name is Jordan Ampersand, and you know that. So why are you asking me that, Eric Shaw Quinn? Because you opened the show by saying, hi, everyone, I'm Amazing, which made it sound as if you had actually changed your name to Amazing, which wouldn't have surprised me in the slightest, given that you dress like some sort of clown slash juggler and routinely use your platform on the show to celebrate the use of illegal drugs. Uh, why are you old? Why are you here? Are you just mad because your radio show is being taken away? Pardon me, glitter face, but nobody is taking away my radio um, show. I don't think so. See, the script says this is called The J Show now, and Christopher's not here, and I'm here, and everyone loves me and thinks I'm amazing, so clearly your former radio show is First being of all, given to- Glitter Ted. Stop calling me names. Stop talking, and we'll see. No one is giving you a radio show, Jordan Ampersand. In fact, the only thing you're likely to be given anytime soon requires a good course of antibiotics. Uh. Furthermore, we have not changed the name of this show by one letter. The name of this episode, on the other hand, is The J Show. And we're calling it that for three very You're simple both reasons. jerks who do nothing but make fun of people. Oh, what a shame that the sunlight of your generous, compassionate, and accepting spirit hasn't managed to rub off on us during your frequent appearances here. Maybe if I stop taking antibiotics, it will. That was actually pretty sharp, young man. Well, maybe you're rubbing off on me. <laughs> Let's not get crazy, Glitter Ted. Stop calling me names that have to do with glitter. I don't even like glitter. You should be able to eat it, but you can't. Anyway, as I was saying, there are three very simple reasons this episode is called The J Show. One... You're here, which I can never seem to prevent, no matter how hard I try. Mm -hmm. Two, Christopher has jury duty this week, so we couldn't do our regular format. And three, tonight we will also be featuring some of the best work of our relationship expert, Miss Jonelle Sam. Yeah, uh, I need to talk to that lady for a minute. You're not going anywhere near that no, lady, seriously, Jordan. I've been listening to her reports, and I think somebody really needs Nobody to tell needs her. Nobody needs to tell Miss Jonelle Sam's 
anything. She's been blissfully married for longer than you've been alive and probably longer than you're going to live. She is a clever and wise woman who has shared much wisdom with our audience about how to remain in a fulfilling relationship with a man you never I see. I know, but she never sees him Jordan, because... Jordan, I'm warning you, if you... He's a wizard! Whenever anyone what? spends that much time outside the house with their best friend, it means they're a wizard and they're practicing dark magic in the woods with talking animals. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Eric Shaw Quinn, and I am still the co-host of The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn, and I'd like to apologize to all of you for the spandex-clad train wreck that is Jordan. This isn't all spandex. Jordan, everything you're wearing is skin tight. Not my pashmina. It's alpaca and seagull. What part of the seagull? The fur. Seagulls don't have fur. They're birds. Birds can have fur. They have Feathers, Jordan. You're just lying to me because you want to take your radio show back. Nobody ever gave you my radio show, so it's not possible for me to take it back. And if you don't stop saying otherwise, I'm going to choke you with that pashmina. I don't care if it's made out of seagull eyeballs. Mm, sounds hot. What, being choked? No, seagull eyeballs. Oh, they would make totally geez. awesome anklets. Once again, five or six people who are still listening, my name is Eric Shaw Quinn, and this is Still My Show. And tonight, in celebration of my co-host, Christopher Rice, actually showing up to do his civic duty and not blowing it off and paying the fine, we bring you The Jay Show, which is not the Jordan Ampersand Says Show. you. But a special episode of The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. And seagull eyeballs. Shut up! And wizards! Oh. It's time once again for The Dinner Party Show's homemade relationship advice with Jonelle Sams. Hi, I'm Jonelle Sams. I'm not a fancy therapist with a lot of degrees. I'm not some career girl who spent my life climbing the corporate ladder. I spent more of my time climbing the kitchen cabinets trying to get stuff off the top shelf. What I am is someone who spent the past 22 blissful years happily married. I'm glad to join Chris and Eric to offer my thoughts on having a happy marriage because God knows the two of them don't know anything about it. I can't believe that two such fine specimens are still single, but maybe I can help. In the coming weeks, I'll be offering my thoughts and answering your questions from the Dinner Party Show Facebook page, or you can write to me in care of Jonelle at thedinnerpartyshow.com. But tonight, I thought I'd tell you a little bit about myself. I'm Jonelle Sams, as you know, and people ask me all the time, Jonelle, you and Merle always seem so happy all the time. You two still act like awkward teenagers around each other, but I know you've been together since the Grand Canyon first opened. What is the secret to your long and happy marriage? Well, as you can imagine, there is no one thing that is the secret to Merle's and my many happy years together. What I can tell you is that Merle and I make a real effort to stay off each other's nerves. Merle leaves me to my cannon and bacon and prayer meetings and taxidermy and such like, and Merle keeps up with his own hobbies and activities. While he and his friend Olson Lee Pew are always up to something, they enjoy a wide variety of activities. They are always off camping. They say they hunt and fish, but honestly, it's been 22 years and they've yet to bring home so much as a trout. Thank goodness they have other activities to keep them occupied or I'd never get anything done around here. They love buying and refinishing junky old furniture. I don't understand it, but they can turn some sow's ears into some right nice stuff. Me, I prefer old-style modern furniture, like from the regular furniture store at the outlet mall. Mediterranean is a personal favorite of mine. 
But that doesn't stop them. They just keep all their handiwork over at Olsen's before and after, so they're over there mostly. Olsen's still single, though he and the girls' P.E. coach from George Maddox Jr. High have been dating almost as long as Merle and I have been married. Of course, work keeps Merle plenty busy. He took over his family business, Sam's Barbershop. People always come in asking for Sam, but of course there is no Sam because our last name is Sam's. They don't notice there's no apostrophe. There is no Sam in Sam's. (laughs) It's one of our favorite jokes. Merle loves his work, and Olsen works right next door at the hardware store so they can pass the time and have lunch and whatnot. They most always nip over to Olsen's for a quick bite in the middle of the day when they can get away. Merle has made the most of his business. He was not satisfied to follow in his father's footsteps and just cut hair. He has gotten a full cosmetology license, and he is always off to some training seminar or convention or other. Fortunately, Olsen is usually free to go along with him, and they make all that work into a little adventure to buy their old furniture and dingy old paintings or just get out and see the sides. That Merle, he works so hard. Recently, the two of them have developed a fondness for cowboy movies. Merle had never shown much interest in the movies. If I ever go, which is rarely given the trashy content of most of what comes out these days, but if I do, I'm with the girls from my circle meeting, or that Florence from Sunday school, but she tends to like pot boilers like that notebook and such. But I never could drag Merle to the movies. Then, this cowboy film came out. Brokeback Mountain, I think it was called. Well, you could not keep Olsen and Merle out of the octoplex down to the Poison Creek Mall. Lord, there was something in there about quitting, and now every time the two of them say goodbye, it's something about how they can't quit. (laughs) Those two. Apparently, Olsen's gotten a big old collection of cowboy movies they can watch on the home theater they built there at Olsen's. Put this giant TV in an old concession stand they restored. And, when they're not over there watching Ride'em Bronco or Back in the Saddle 4 or what have you, they're off to some convention or other. Why, sometimes it's almost like Merle doesn't live here at all. So that's my secret for today. It's a lot easier to get along with your husband if you can't find him. Till next time, I'm Jonelle Sams with Homemade Relationship Advice. If you have relationship questions, write to Jonelle, care of The Dinner Party Show Facebook page or to jonelle at thedinnerpartyshow.com. She was a very pretty young woman no one found attractive. You might as well learn to type, because despite the fact that you were the most attractive person in this movie, you ain't never going to get you a husband. Oh, Mom. He was just a regular guy who was really, really beautiful, even though he did absolutely nothing to earn the rippling abs and the artfully frosted hair in his rugged and thankless but heroic profession that no one but she appreciated. I appreciate you. Let's eat another pizza and drink some more beer even though both of us are clearly underweight and haven't eaten anything like this in years. Together, they're exactly the couple you'll pay $15 to see them become, while they completely warp your sense of love, romance, and your vaguest grip on reality. Go away. I'm not sure what I want, and so I'm just going to throw you away without even asking how you really feel. I'll wait patiently while you behave like a premenstrual 13-year-old. And then I'll say something completely improbable, like, you complete me, after I do some ridiculously unlikely romantic thing to convince you that you should give me a chance, even though I'm prettier than you and such a catch, even straight men would probably accept my marriage proposal. 
Theirs was a predictable romance that everyone saw coming, except the untalented studio hacks who keep greenlighting the same unmarketable, warmed-over romantic crap that's been bombing at the box office for years. You complete me. A skywriter spelling out the first thing I ever said to you. Why would you do that after the way I've treated you? I have no idea. And neither will you when you see this most recent version of the same romantic comedy that we've been remaking since Billy Crystal was still young enough to be a romantic lead and you didn't hate Meg Ryan. I have no idea. Movie critics are calling the feel-good movie of 1985. Why did they make the same movie again this year? I have no idea. Coming to a theater near you. How did we get so lucky? I have no idea. Somebody who Could make me be true Could make me be blue Or even be glad Just to be sad Thinking of you Some others I've seen Might never be mean Might never be cross Or try to be boss But they wouldn't do For nobody else Gave me a thrill With all your faults I love you still It had to be you Wonderful you It had to be you the Dinner Party Show's commitment to community enrichment, it's time for another in our ongoing series of public service announcements featuring the people who make the Dinner Party Show what it is. Best served warm. Hi, I'm Jordan Ampersand, and this is Best Served Warm. Some people will tell you that all drugs are bad. Fortunately for everyone cool, this just isn't true. 
If, like me, you are looking to chemicals to enhance your evening, night, later night, or early morning hours, or all four in a row really quickly, there's some easy guidelines you can follow to keep from turning into Lindsay Lohan. If you are offered something that looks like white powder, ask the person doing the offering if the drug was made in a trailer by someone who looks like your really fugly cousin who ruined your other cousin's wedding. If he says no, then it's cocaine and you're good to go. If you are offered a photo tube full of brightly colored Pez candy by someone hot, don't eat it. It's not Pez candy and they will find you three days later in a stairwell somewhere chewing your own toenails off. This didn't happen to me. I'm just saying it's not fucking Pez candy, okay? And now I'm sure some of you are asking, what about weed? It's almost legal now. I know. It's almost legal because like all things that are legal and stupid, it makes you sit still. Why not just go to the movies so you can be in the dark with the other not hot, not fun people? So there you go, hookers. Don't let the propaganda fool you. A judicious use of illegal drugs is the perfect way for a hot, cool person to replace their inner self with an inner soundtrack. I'm Jordan Ampersand, and this is Best Served Warm. You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. No animals were harmed in the making of this live cast, except for the ones we ate. It's time once again for The Dinner Party Show's homemade relationship advice with Jonelle Sams. Hi, this is Jonelle Sams with Homemade Relationship Advice. If you have a relationship question, you can send it to me care of The Dinner Party Show's Facebook fan page or at Jonelle at TheDinnerPartyShow.com. This week, I'd like to take a moment to sing out the praises of those unsung heroines of the successful marriage, the mother-in-law. Our listener writes, Dear Jonelle, my mother-in-law, signed, Help Me. Now, I know it's always been easy to take pot shots at mothers-in-law. Many wives feel that they must live up to the expectations of the woman whose baby boys we are taking. Likewise, many husbands feel that they are never quite good enough for their mothers-in-law. But how often do we take the time to see it from the mother-in-law's point of view? Hmm? My husband, Merle, does live at my house, not his mother's. Well, it used to be his mother's, but now, well, you get the idea. Anyway, Merle does not live with his mother anymore. Though, to be fair to us both, Merle spends most of his time over at his best friend, Olson Lee Pugh's house. And you know what? Miss Sams and I were able to bond over that very fact. Merle's been spending every free moment over at Olson since those boys were in high school. It like to drove her crazy trying to get Merle to do his chores around the house or show up for family events. Every time she turned around, Merle was over at Olson's. And when he was home, he was upstairs, locked in his bedroom with Olson. <laughs> now, Merle and I have been married for 22 blissful years, but it may come as a surprise to you that it was a little bumpy for us at first. One of the biggest bumps we hit was Olson. Night after night, Merle would call me late from Olson's to say he wouldn't be home that night if he remembered to call me at all. I was at my wit's end after a few weeks of this. One night, I was so upset, I went out to the apartment above our garage where Miss Sams lived, and I said, I thought I just could not take it one more night, that maybe I was done, that I was not cut out to be married. Well, Miss Sams sat me down, fixed me up with a box of Kleenex, a cup of tea, 
and a side of Jack Daniels. She listened to my tales of woe, and then she told me something that I have never forgot. She said, Jonell, honey, if you leave my baby Merle and break his heart, I will hound you out of this city and make it my business to turn the rest of your life into a living hell on earth. I have spent all my days raising up that boy and unloading him on somebody else, and now that I have, do not think for one minute that you can toss him back into my lap and run off with some Lothario from the bowling alley and shack up in some blissful trailer park love nest without a care in the world. He'll always be my baby, but now he's your husband. Deal with it. Her threat and constant presence at the end of our driveway encouraged me to stay with Merle long enough to realize just how lucky we both were, both the Mrs. Sams, that our Merle was over at Olson's, leaving us in peace. <sighs> I miss tea with Miss Sams. We lost her some years ago, but every now and again, when I'm feeling blue, I go out to the garage, get in the car, and drive out to the trailer park where she lives with that hot Latin man she met at the bowling alley. We share some tea and JD and a few laughs. We raise a toast to Olsen, the best babysitter we know. So the next time your mother-in-law is getting under your skin, just remember she had to put up with your husband for a long time before you ever came along. She wants you to take good care of her baby so she don't have to. Till next time, I'm Jonelle Sams with Homemade Relationship Advice. If you have relationship questions, write to Jonelle Care of The Dinner Party Show Facebook page or to Jonelle at thedinnerpartyshow.com. Put the kettle on, Miss Sams. I feel a road trip coming on. And now, in keeping with The Dinner Party Show's commitment to community enrichment, it's time for another in our ongoing series of public service announcements featuring the people who make The Dinner Party Show what it is. Best served warm. Hi, everyone. I'm Jordan Ampersand, and this is Best Served Warm. Are you not hot? It's okay. Other people are not hot, too. And there are lots of things not hot people can do to make themselves feel better about themselves, like getting a job as a lawyer who's not on television or living on the East Coast. But just remember, don't be mean to hot people just because you're not one of them. And if you're out on a date with someone who's hot, don't make fun of them just because they got confused about how evolution really works. That's not cool, and it doesn't make you hot, too. It just makes you bitter and old. So remember, there are lots of things not hot people can do to contribute to the world, and being a smartass isn't one of them. I'm Jordan Ambersand, and this was Best Served Warm. the only restaurant where the best of gay culture meets meat and potatoes. 
We've just repaired our wall of 1984 Panasonic television so they can go back to showing a non-stop loop of Donna Summer's video for I Feel Love. And our bathrooms are wallpapered entirely in Liza's old pantyhose. There's nothing in the entire restaurant that isn't turquoise or gold. And if your waiter looks familiar, that's because he did porn in 1992. And once you've finished your meal, step over to our Fabergé room, where you're sure to catch part of Leslie Jordan's 36-hour one-man show. And if his blood sugar gets low, don't worry. We'll just wheel in Alec Mappa so he can talk some more about that child of his. Kiss my moon! Now with locations in Provincetown, Cherry Grove, Rehoboth Beach, Laguna Beach, New Orleans, and San Francisco. But not New York and West Hollywood, because those queens charge too much for rent. On Mondays, it's half off for anyone in a Hawaiian shirt, and on Tuesdays, houseboys drink free! Listening to the Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. If you're not offended, you haven't really been listening. And now, Jonelle Sams for Best Served Warm, part of the Dinner Party Show's public service commitment. Hi, I'm Jonelle Sams, Dinner Party Show Relationship Consultant. You probably know me from my on-air homemade relationship advice column, but tonight on Best Served Warm, I'd like to take a moment to help raise your awareness of bed death. I was not aware of bed death until I overheard some of the girls from the softball team my husband coaches talking about it. I was curious, so when I got home from their annual arm wrestling and snake stomping fundraiser barbecue, I looked it up. I was living in a fool's paradise. Turns out, bed-related deaths claim the lives of most Americans. More people die in bed than anywhere else. We hear about marches for cancer, and bike rides for heart attacks, and dimes for birth defects, telethons for kidneys and such like, but no one is doing anything about the alarming number of people who die in bed each year. I'd like to offer a little common sense advice I got from my husband of 22 blissful years of marriage, Merle. Why not just sleep on the couch? That's what my Merle does most of the time, and he's fine. With the number of lives lost and families destroyed in bed each year, it just stands to reason that we can head off the trouble so many find between the sheets if we just stay out of the bedroom altogether. Until we know more about this silent, comfortable killer, we all just need to sleep in the den and avoid taking the risk of not knowing what's going to happen in bed. This is Joan L. Sams reminding you that avoiding bed-related death is just a lazy boy and chenille throwaway. And that's advice that's best served warm and cozy. It's time once again for the Dinner Party Show's Homemade Relationship Advice with Jonelle Sams. Hi. This is Jonelle Sams with Homemade Relationship Advice. If you have a relationship question, you can send it to me, Care of the Dinner Party Show's Facebook fan page, or at Jonelle at the dinnerpartyshow.com. This week, 
Homemade relationship advice might make you blush, but it could save you from a bushel and a peck of embarrassment later on. Our red-faced Dinner Party Show Facebook fan writes, Dear Jonelle, I need some of your expert relationship advice. My dear sweet husband of 10 years recently gave me a certain gift for the holidays, and I found out when a nosy lady from the health department called and told me I should go see my doctor and get tested. Imagine how horrified I was when I was told I had something called chlamydia. I don't even like shellfish. When I confronted Jimbo about this, he told me that he had used a public restroom at some place called Steamworks. Sounds like one of those places where my handy husband likes to pick up a tool or two, and he is sure he must have gotten it from a commode seat. Jonelle, I do want to believe him, but is it possible to contract such a thing that way? If so, then I'm going to tell all my friends to stay out of restrooms and especially at all those truck stops on the interstate, as God knows who uses them. Thank you for your advice ahead of time. With deep concern, worried in Washington. Well worried. Ordinarily, I'd say, don't look a gift horse in the mouth, but some presents can't be returned even when they don't fit us. I have no idea how your local health department busybody found out your husband had been cruising the aisles at Steamworks, and you may want to look into that, but if she's that nosy, you might be better off not to ask anyone at the health department or the government. They have our best interests at heart, but unless you're invading a hostile Middle Eastern country, calling them in on a personal problem is like asking all the king's horses to help put Humpty Dumpty back together again. How much help can they really be? No worried. If you are confused and have questions that have you concerned, do what I do. Ask your husband to explain it to you until you understand. That's just what I did after reading your letter. I changed the name from worried in Washington to vexed in Virginia, so don't you worry. One nosy Nelly in this story is one too many and more than enough. As always, Merle set my mind right at ease. Like that time I found him asleep on the sofa with women's makeup all over his face. Well, of course I thought the worst that I had lost my Merle to another woman, one who wore a great deal of makeup. But Merle just laughed and laughed. Turns out he and his best buddy, Alton Lee Pugh, had been play-acting at a lodge meeting. There are no women members at the Golden Bears Poison Creek chapter, so Merle had stepped in to play one of the lady parts. Of course, he didn't want to come wake me up trying to take off all that makeup in the middle of the night when he got home late after a particularly long lodge meeting, so he slept on the sofa. Now, not only did my imagination run away with me, but Merle was quite good at removing his makeup with his extensive background as a thespian. He wears more makeup than I do. So you see, worried, Merle settled my suspicion about another woman, and we both had a good laugh at my expense besides. Merle says that Steamworks is a respectable chain with branches all over the country. Why, Merle has visited the Steamworks branch in Dallas when he and Olson were there at a Duncan Fife convention. Turns out that's some sort of furniture manufacturer. Anyways, Merle says Steamworks has an excellent reputation and some of the finest tools he's ever seen. Real value. And what's more, scrupulously clean toilets. Merle says if your husband picked up a bug, it was probably at the health department, since that's where sick people go. It also might explain how come that medical meddler came up with her tittle-tattle about your husband being sick. What's more, Merle knew all about this clam disease your husband brought home to you. It's not even as serious as the flu, and a little penicillin will have you and your sweet husband 
right as rain. Of course, I couldn't help but ask what your husband was doing at the health department in the first place to pick up the case of the clams. But Merle has learned to be so patient with all my questions after all these years. He pointed out that your husband was probably just getting a flu shot to try to spare you from bringing that home to you. And that wicked health department harridan was probably just trying to cover her tracks at your husband's expense. Your husband was probably just too big a gentleman to call her out for it. So there you are. Without even knowing your right state or your husband or anything about you, Merle was able to give a better explanation of what happened than your far-fetched worries about truck stop restrooms. <laughs> Why, if those were dangerous, Merle would be dead and gone by now. What with all his running up and down the highway with his good buddy Olson, Merle spends half his life in public and rest stop restrooms. See, worried. That's what husbands are for. Their number one job is to make us feel better. So why get all worried when you can just ask your husband to explain things to you in a way that you'll understand? And I can tell you from personal experience, when I don't understand right off, Merle just keeps on explaining until I do. We must always end up laughing at how silly I've been. I'm sure Mr. Worried will have you making fun of yourself in half a minute when you get him to help you to understand. It's like my Merle always says, Jonelle, do you want the truth or do you want to be happy? Only your husband can give you both. Till next time, I'm Jonelle Sams with Homemade Relationship Advice. If you have relationship questions, write to Jonelle, care of The Dinner Party Show Facebook page or to jonelle at thedinnerpartyshow.com. My health tip is to wash your hands frequently and keep some Cipro in the medicine chest. And now, in keeping with the Dinner Party Show's commitment to community enrichment, it's time for another in our ongoing series of public service announcements featuring the people who make the Dinner Party Show what it is. Best served warm. Hi, I'm Jordan Ampersand, and this is Best Served Warm. Studies by old smart people confirm that white people are no longer the majority population worldwide, but rather the largest of several different minorities. The most important implication of this new information is abundantly clear. More hot Latin guys! Seriously, if you're feeling weird about your race, have sex with someone from another race. But remember, as with all hookups, keep conversation to a minimum so you can pretend the other person is somebody hot you went to high school with. I'm Jordan Ampersand, and this is Best Served Warm. Oh, by the way, black guys are hot too. You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. Some safety considerations have been omitted for the sake of editorial purposes. Well, folks, there you have it. Our very special episode of The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn has come to a close. And now, Jordan. Jordan? Jordan! Wake up! You're drooling on the mixer board. But I'm so sleepy and I didn't even take any pills. What's happening? Well, you did concentrate on one thing for longer than 60 seconds. Perhaps mm. you're suffering from exhaustion. Um, I guess so. Is it time for my Zero Dark Thirty review? No, I'm sorry, Jordan, but 
We ran out of time. Christopher said I could do my Zero Dark Thirty review because I felt the movie betrayed the audience. Jordan, earlier in the show, you advocated using the eyeballs of seagulls to make custom jewelry. You're the last person anyone wants weighing in on the torture no, controversy. Oh, the movie had Navy SEALs in it, but they didn't do a shower scene. That's a betrayal. I'm so sleepy. What was in this tea? It doesn't taste right. And once again, that's all the time we have this evening. But I'll be back next week. No, no, you won't, actually. Next week is Super Bowl Sunday, and in order to celebrate America's favorite pastime, we'll be holding a special tournament of our own here on The Dinner Party Show, The Finger Bowl, where we all will count down the best advertisements we've featured on the show since we first went on the air a few short months ago. And best of all, folks, Jordan Ampersand will not be here. I can't move my legs. Hush, little man, just be still and go to sleep. Oh, my God, you drugged my tea? Cool. What did you use? It was just what someone of your body type and body weight needed. Fine. Well, gentle listeners, that does it for us here tonight. I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. It's free, and your support there will help us keep the show free. So, until next time, and until Christopher returns from jury duty, I'm Eric Shaw Quinn, and the little sack of moisturizer and lycra next to me is Jordan Ampersand, and that does it for the J Show episode of The Dinner Party Show. Good night, and have a pleasant hangover. I've been to a marvelous party.